Welcome to Paradigm Shift, the podcast about the intersection of business and law. By changing yourself, you can change your business. Now, here's your host, Christina Martini. Welcome to Paradigm Shift. My name is Christina Martini, and I am your host as we explore the intersection of business and law. In today's episode, we will look at personal branding, why it is important, and how we can go about developing a framework for our own personal brand. We will also take a look at how to develop our elevator speech as part of honing our personal brand, and why it is an essential component of how we introduce and present ourselves, particularly to people who may not know us. Elevator speeches can be powerful tools and can either make or break our ability to get to know others and to have mutually beneficial business relationships. So let's kick things off by looking at personal branding and why there has been so much talk about it over the past few years. The economic challenges of recent years have been instrumental in driving fundamental change in all aspects of business. Competition is ubiquitously fierce and the once clear lines between the sale of products and professional services are now blurry at best. It is essential for us to effectively differentiate ourselves to ensure that we remain relevant in our careers. It is in this context that personal branding has emerged as a key ingredient for success. While often defined as the way we sell or market ourselves, personal branding is much more. It is the amalgam of qualities, characteristics, and traits that are the essence of who we are. As we build our brand, we must be keenly self-aware during the process. We should strive to present ourselves in the best light and ensure that we are who we claim to be and that there is alignment. We need to conduct ourselves in a way that both reflects and reinforces the essence of who we are. If there is dissonance, we will lack authenticity. We are all unique. Being human is what drives our experiences and the impressions we make on others. Personal brands are as multidimensional as we are and are shaped by a number of factors, including our education and profession, oral and written communications, personal and professional networks, charitable and community work, hobbies, goals, and ambitions. As each of us grows, our personal brand should likewise evolve. Once we have clarity about the traits which best define us, we should then focus on effectively leveraging them to accomplish our goals. As we have discussed in prior episodes, being a great lawyer is simply not enough to meaningfully differentiate ourselves in the market. We must also draw from our additional skills and talents that distinguish us from our competition. This could be a unique capability, talent, or perspective, which is of great interest or value to clients. Each of our personal and professional experiences likewise contributes to our development, regardless of whether they are successes or setbacks. We should embrace them all as opportunities to better ourselves and to determine how best to incorporate them into our personal brand. Once we create this individualized framework of personal differentiators, we then need to assess who the most receptive audiences will be. 
This is where the sales element of the personal brand is most critical as we are defining who we are in the context of our target market and why we are a service provider that others need to know. This can be a difficult task, especially when it is unclear what our potential clients want and need to buy. It is our job to research, strategize, and ask questions so as to better tailor the messaging to our audience. We must be discerning both in whom we approach and what we are selling. We cannot be everything to everybody. That is unrealistic. Clients are sophisticated and savvy, and if we try to overreach and oversell, they will sense it, and we will lose credibility with them. After we develop both the content and target audience for our personal brand, we then need to determine how best to share this information with others. Opportunities rarely land at our doorstep. It is our responsibility to seek them out and to identify them even when they may not yet be ripe. We must educate others about our capabilities so that they think of us first as their legal matters arise. This requires a certain level of awareness among our target audience about who we are. There are countless ways to educate others about ourselves and our personal brand. Our workplace is a good place to start. We should also get the word out among friends, acquaintances, and our various networks. Taking advantage of speaking and writing opportunities is often a great way to inform others about our substantive expertise on a bigger scale. Leadership positions both within and outside of our organizations are another avenue to learn, grow, and to meet others. Community service can be an effective way to make a positive difference and to develop our personal brand, particularly when done alongside like-minded individuals with whom we can create professional and personal alliances. Social media provides an effective mechanism to promote our personal brand on a broader scale, particularly among those whom we do not know. These tools have become increasingly popular over the past several years, and certain offerings such as LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter are now ubiquitous. We must be strategic about which platforms we use and in determining which are most appropriate for what we want to accomplish. We should use care with the networks we create through each medium, including those with whom we connect and in what we choose to share. In an era of viral communication, we must remember that information contained in posts and blogs can potentially be accessed by millions of people and once released is out there forever. Moreover, lawyers in particular are expected to be sensitized to the potential ethical issues which may arise through the use of social media. These issues notwithstanding, the use of social media is an easy way to step outside of our comfort zones and to get the word out among our virtual networks about who we are. Both our professional and personal success is dependent upon effectively educating others about ourselves and in establishing credibility and trust with them. When developed and presented authentically, our personal brands can be powerful and invaluable in these efforts. So, now let's turn to taking a closer look at a critical component of everyone's personal brand, the elevator speech. 
In a world that moves at lightning speed and with sensory overload and short attention spans as perpetual states of being, we must all be adept at conveying information within a compressed time frame. Communicating in short, impactful sound bites is an essential part of everyday life and effectively speaking about our talents and capabilities, also known as the elevator speech, is an important part of making a great first impression. Successful business development in the legal profession is more of an art than a science. Some believe that working the speaking circuit leads to success, while others think that writing articles and preparing great marketing materials are key. While there is a time and place for many such strategies, as with most things, balance is important. We must all be mindful of our target audience and adapt our approaches accordingly. We should also recognize that for each formal pitch or request for proposal we receive from business prospects, there are just as many, if not more, opportunities that serendipitously cross our path on any given day and which are ours to seize. I have spoken to a number of successful rainmakers over the years who claim that business development is just as much about being a great lawyer as it is knowing an opportunity when it presents itself and being properly prepared. Herein lies the beauty of the elevator speech. Within the span of a few seconds, we tell others who we are, what we do, what we are passionate about, what others find interesting about us, why we are relevant, and why others should take the time to get to know us. While this is a lot of information to share in a relatively short period of time, an effective elevator speech can convert a mere exchange of pleasantries into the sharing of business cards and a commitment to embark on a more in-depth, meaningful conversation over lunch or a cup of coffee. Crafting a successful elevator speech requires great effort. Mark Twain once said, If you want me to give you a two-hour presentation, I am ready today. If you want only a five-minute speech, it will take me two weeks to prepare. It will take some time to distill into 30 seconds or less an insightful synopsis of who we are, what makes us tick, and our goals and aspirations. During this development process, we must be self-aware and introspective and have a clear sense of the image we wish to portray. For example, are we looking to network, are we trying to find the next piece of business, or are we seeking a new job? We simply cannot adopt a kitchen sink approach. There is not enough time, and our audience will just tune us out after a few seconds. We should be realistic and focus on our greatest strengths and what makes us unique. If we are unclear about what we are trying to say, our message will be unfocused and confusing. We must carefully frame our elevator speech in both an interesting and meaningful way. Authenticity in content and delivery is also part of the secret sauce. It is a great idea to write out catchphrases that we wish to use and to think about how we say them and whether to incorporate a quick story about ourselves to illustrate the points we are trying to make. Once we decide what we want to say, it is also important to practice saying it to ensure that we sincerely feel what we are saying and are genuine when delivering the message. Our elevator speech cannot just be a one-way soliloquy. 
We must be prepared to ask questions and engage the other person to get a sense of who they are, what they do, and what matters to them. At a moment's notice, we must be able to draw from several versions of our speech to ensure what we say is tailored to our audience. The process is one of give and take. We should prioritize the other person and their interests and needs, and not just hear ourselves talk and push to get what we want from the exchange. Effectively wrapping up our elevator speech is also critical. The approach needs to be focused, and we need to determine whether both parties are willing to continue the conversation. We need to be realistic and accept that not every elevator speech will warrant follow-up. With those that do, the appropriate closing could be anything from exchanging business cards to saying "until next time." The most important thing is for the exchange to be natural and authentic from beginning to end. Just as our elevator speeches should be carefully tailored to our audience, we need to regularly revisit them to incorporate and eliminate strategies that have and have not worked well, and to reflect our shifting approaches and experiences. These tweaks will help keep them from becoming stale and ineffective. When done right, elevator speeches can provide a simple, memorable, and impactful way to make a first impression. We must strive to look for ways to leverage the synchronicities that present themselves in our lives to create more opportunities to meet and to get to know people better, both on and off the elevator. In our next episode. I will be interviewing Sheila Anderson, who is the CEO of Image Powerplay, which is an impression management and personal brand company dedicated to bringing forth intentional, consistent, and authentic interactions with others. Sheila's company is focused on creating influence through image. She works with emerging and established leaders, as well as companies, and she is driven to empower corporate professionals across the globe in growing their strategic visibility. Her exceptional talent benefits executives at any level in polishing all facets of their brand: appearance, attire, behavior, body language, and more. To power brand-aligned personal presence and communication style, Sheila has successfully cultivated her own unique style as a business owner, image consultant, personal brand strategist, and sought-after speaker. From professional modeling that includes runway, print, and TV commercial work, to a career in brand management. Sheila draws from over two decades of experience when speaking and producing in the world of impression management. Please join us for what is sure to be a fun and memorable discussion on personal branding. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Paradigm Shift. I hope that you have enjoyed our initial look at personal branding. I am your host, Christina Martini. Please look for our weekly episodes every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please visit us at www.paradigmshiftshow.com. We would love to hear from you. Please look for new episodes of Paradigm Shift 
every Tuesday.